love. What is it? A feeling? A noun? A scam? Well, scientists, philosophers, and video game historians have pondered this very question for several decades. Heck, even a few books, movies, songs, plays, and video games have been written trying to get to the heart of this very query. After all, love has been called humanity's greatest mystery, and it's a mystery worth solving, I think. I'm not alone in that belief, because back in 1967, scientists dissected a patient's brain in the hope that the source of love, aka the love source, would be found. Unfortunately, this experiment was a failure. So the next year, in 1968, those same scientists gathered once more to dissect the patient's heart, again in the pursuit of the love source. And it was a good hypothesis, but they yielded no results. So finally, in 1969, the scientists gathered for one final experiment to look for the love source in the most seemingly wrong place of all, the patient's flimsack. And this time, they found nothing. Nothing but flim, that is. Although the scientists never found the love source, a few short years after the failed experiments, the patient even fell in love with an out-of-work fire hydrant, leading those scientists to conclude that love, well, it's a silly, mysterious thing. And hey, speaking of those scientists, they may not have solved the riddle of the love source, but they did all fall in love that final year in 1969. And well, they all had sex. With each other. And speaking of love and sex, today's game is all about it. But that's not all that's covered. Today's game is also about a beverage. Coffee. Because after all, if love isn't found in the heart or the brain or the flim sack, Maybe it's time we form a new scientifically sound theory, and I for one propose that love is actually hiding in that warm liquid we all need to feel, well, like ourselves. And isn't that what love is all about? Feeling truly like ourselves? So why not sit back and treat yourself to your own mug of dark brown because on today's, the sixth episode of Fake Gamer History Project, I'm discussing the 2014 Dandy Computing System 7 classic, Hot Boiling Coffee for Lesbians. Welcome to Fake Gamer History Project. I'm Jamie Barker, and I use they, them, or she, her pronouns. And believe it or not, I'm in love. But more on that later. 
Fake Gamer History Project, or FGHP as it's been affectionately and anagrammatically called by myself, is my show about the real history of video games. That's right. Every week, I'm talking about the games that made us gamers, the gamers that made us games, and don't even get me started on the gamers' games that made us say, love isn't boastful, love isn't proud, but it's also not a video game either, so I'll pass. And yeah, that's the show. Listeners have proclaimed it's a little bit like a history lesson, but I'd just like to add that it's also a little fun, too. And before we get into today's topic, hot boiling coffee for lesbians, I'd love to talk about my personal life. As you know, since last week, I've been dating my new gamer girlfriend, Veronica. She is so sweet, and I love her. It's a whole thing. We're also moving in together, aka U-Hauling, into the back of an old, literal U-Haul that I found by the freeway. Don't worry, the frozen rat that once called the abandoned U-Haul home was scraped off and relocated to a nearby trash can, where he should thaw this coming summer and hopefully go on to live a full rodent life. And hey, maybe he'll even fall in love with an old hamburger. We've all been there. So yeah, I'm moving. And of course, I'm just really excited to have a fresh start in a new living space with the gamer girlfriend of my dreams. And if you're listening, Veronica, I love you, baby. I'll see you soon. (laughs) Okay, so back to today's game. Hot Boiling Coffee for Lesbians is a dating sim, aka a datatronical simulation. In the 2014 game released on Dandy Computers by the indie studio Games for Girls, you'll play as the protagonist Liv as she moves to a new town and starts a new job as a barista at Milk Bar, the town's hottest cafe. But this isn't just any old heteronormative cafe. No, no, no. Milk Bar is coffee cup full of video game lesbians. In addition to learning how to steam a perfect latte and learning how to fill a three-compartment sink, you'll also be given the opportunity to get to know and, of course, date your hot lesbian co-workers. And don't worry, the in-game HR not only knows that some employees date, they actively encourage it by giving you coffee points, the in-game currency you'll need if you want to unlock every real-life, aka out-game, prize. I know I've had my eye on that Crazer brand folding scooter, and just 17 more playthroughs and it'll finally be mine. I just can't wait to fold it up and put it in my closet. (laughs) So yeah, that's the game. You make coffee and you date your coworkers. It really is that simple. And in this trying time, I think we can all use a cute, sapphic distraction like boiling hot coffee for lesbians. So grab a coffee and a lesbian if one is locally available and sit back and listen while I dish all about this lovely game. But first, a word from our sponsor. Today's sponsor is Funtown Apartments. Funtown Apartments was founded in 2003 in Chi-Town, Illinois. Wait, that's where I live. Anyway, 
They believe in one thing, affordable apartments for everyone, but especially queer podcasters. Well, that, that's me. That's like so specific. Anyways, uh, let's get to their copy. Thinking of moving to the back of an abandoned U-Haul off the freeway because apartment hunting is just too exhausting? E yeah, actually I am. How did they know? I, I just signed a lease the other day. The landlord is a really friendly cold corpse in the front seat of the U-Haul. I mean, he's a little stiff, but he, he seems like a lively guy. Uh, okay, back to the copy. Tired of scraping frozen rats out of the back of your future home? Oh, okay, fun town. I, 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 I just scraped a frozen rat this week. At the time, I thought, hey, this is normal, but Funtown Apartments has this tone in their copy. Okay, I'll, I'll move on. Moving in with your gamer girlfriend and you're a little afraid she'll find out you're not just an awkward nerd with no life skills a mate would find desirable, but also that the great apartment you found is actually the aforementioned abandoned U-Haul. Like, even if you put up curtains and buy a nice love seat, it's still clearly an abandoned U-Haul by the freeway, and you know your gamer girlfriend Veronica's smart enough to figure it out. And what if she's not happy? Did you ever think about that? Um, okay. Funtown Apartments, like, they really have their finger on the pulse of today's market. Me, apparently. I'll just move on. Funtown Apartments. Cozy and queer, affordable housing with free Wi-Fi, an arcade, and an aromantic dance night every Friday. Funtown. It's not heaven, but it's Funtown. Oh, and we even have central air, so come on down to Funtown. Apartments. Arcade? Aromantic dance night? Central air? <laughs> Affordable Friday? This place sounds really freaking good, actually. Maybe I made a mistake by rushing into signing that lease with the skeleton landlord. You know what? No, I, I always do this. I'm not going to second guess myself anymore. That U-Haul is going to be a great home for me and Veronica and our future kids, provided we're allowed to keep the truck on that gravel pile next to the freeway. Y yeah, Veronica's going to love it, I, I think. And, and now, back to talking about video games. <laughs> All right. It's time to count down the top three Funtown Apartments fun facts about hot boiling coffee for lesbians. Fun fact number three. Originally, hot boiling coffee for lesbians was developed as a training program for real baristas. However, so much time was devoted to fleshing out a lesbian dating mechanic, the company Games for Baristas changed their name to Games for Girls, and decided to release the game into the lucrative LGBTQIA marketplace. And that marketplace has spoken. This game is hot, hot, hot. And gay. Fun fact number two. Feeling asexual on your 35th playthrough of BHC4L? No problem. The game has a player-made mod called Sad Cashier that can be downloaded illegally onto any dandy computing system given the appropriate firewalls are disabled. With this delicious mod, you can sit back and listen to the baristas have all the fun, while you count coins, hand out coffee, and get yelled at by deranged milk bar customers. It's a living. 
And finally, fun fact number one. In a special collaboration, the game's developer teamed up with Sugarbee Cafe, a beloved queer coffee shop in Apple City, Apple State, to release a special limited edition drink, Gamer Milk. What's Gamer Milk exactly? Well, it's simple. It's milk from a lactating gamer. The product was discontinued shortly after the game's release for multiple health code violations. However, the recipe can still be found on the internet. And that's it for today's top three Funtown Apartments fun facts about boiling hot coffee for lesbians. And now let's take a little break and listen to a song from today's game. You'll know it as Cold Espresso, but before dating Veronica, I knew it as the song that I would play anytime I had a date over at my apartment. And believe me, it works. Oh, it works. I hope you enjoy the song, and I'll see you on the other side. Now it's time for a brand new segment, specific to today's game, and it's a segment we at FGHP are calling Complete Cute, a strategist guide to romance. Get it? It's like meet cute, but it's a little different. We have fun with words. So yeah, this segment is super simple. I'm just going to deep dive into some of the cafe cuties working at Milk Bar 
and I'm going to tell you just how to make them fall in love with you. Let's get started. First up, we have Marnie. She's a disaster queer who is lacking in any real barista training. However, what she lacks in hard skills, she makes up for in self-esteem, and she has pink hair. And in a cafe, that counts for a lot. So, how do you win Marnie's heart? Well, it's as easy as pulling a shot of espresso. You're gonna want to hover beside her and ask her 27 personal questions. Make sure to do this every day for two weeks. And finally, Marnie should present you with a love quiz. If you can remember all of Marnie's 189 answers, you should be just fine, and Marnie is sure to fall in love with you. Next up, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that the espresso bar itself is a dateable lesbian in the game. As you know, every successful drink made will net you one barista sticker, and if you place 101 stickers onto the espresso bar, it'll finally come to life, revealing herself to be a 32-year-old lesbian espresso bar named Barry Steamer. If you paid attention during training, you should know how to touch her portafilters in just the right spot. Just put in the time with her and show her steam in some respect, and Barry will be sure to ask you out on a date. But what kind of date would a human and an espresso par go on? Well, that's up to you. But I'll let you in on a secret. Barry Steamer loves Bon Mies. Now, how a lesbian espresso bar eats, that I'll never know. <laughs> okay, moving on. If you've been playing the game, you'll have noticed by this point, there's a sad gothic clown in the corner, idly draining and refilling the three-compartment sink. Well, that's Soapy, the resident clown goth, and she's also a dishwasher. Bring her a few empty macchiato cups, and you'll unlock Soapy's dishwashing mini-game. And as long as you keep temperatures in the designated safety zones, ensuring that the quats in sink 3 perfectly sanitize each cup and plate, you'll do just fine. And after leveling up to level 33 as a dishwasher, you can ask Soapy out on a date. She'll say no, but that's just how clown goths say yes. So she'll say yes, which is to say she'll say no. And finally, I'll tell you how to win the heart of my favorite character, Lemon, the he-him lesbian delivery driver. In addition to delivering milk bars, milk, and coffee beans, Lemon is also an avid pinball enthusiast. So just ask him about pinball, of course. As long as you have the patience to listen for 3.5 real hours while they info dump about piddle paddles and those famous pinball brand deals, the 90s Helkara pinball machine certainly comes to mind, you'll easily win a date with Lemon to, you guessed it, a pinball tournament at the popular Manic Wizard Arcade. Now, you only get one chance at placing in this tourney, but as long as you place in the top five, Lemon will ask you to go steady. And hey, they'll even give you a special metal orb, aka a pinball, to commemorate your special date night. However, if you do score well enough to go to finals, you and Lemon will square off in one final death match. If you win, the date is over, and Lemon will delete himself from the video game, leaving no trace that he ever existed. Even in the raw code. Go ahead, ask Soapy or Barry Steamer. 
No one at the cafe will have ever heard of a delivery driver named Lemon, but all the co-workers will agree that he him lesbians are valid and they need to be cherished and protected. And what about if you lose? Well, you'll have plenty more dates with Lemon. To play more pinball, that is. And pinball never gets old. So yeah, that's just a few tips to woo my favorite characters from Hot Boiling Coffee for Lesbians. Don't worry about spoiling the game for yourself, though. There are 35 other lesbian characters you can date in the game, including a crystal-loving cat girl, a vampire, a lesbian, that's a lesbian that's also a bean, and of course, Milk Bar itself is one giant, dateable, lovable, sapphic building. And the door to her heart? You guessed it. It's the actual front door. And now, let's go on to another segment. Okay, so I've probably mentioned Veronica at this point. She's my gamer girlfriend. The one that's so cute? We're moving in together. Does this ring any bells? Is anyone even listening to me? Well, to celebrate our new, but also oldest time love, I got a special gift for Veronica. A song that I wrote with my band Cosmo Jr. Cause, as you know, hearing a song written about yourself is never awkward, and it's totally cool and normal to write a big, epic romantic love song two weeks into a relationship. So yeah, here's my song, A Gamer's Love, for Veronica. I hope you, the listener, enjoys this little sneak peek into my private relationship via these podcast airwaves. And don't you worry, I'll see you on the other side. Uh, Let's play the song. Love. 
and stronger A broken heart, but I made it through I've been waiting my life for you Our love will be analog It's that physical feeling, a physical touch I know it isn't much, but I wrote you this song Cause I love you Finally, over-caffeinated and with sweaty, shaky palms, I present to you the final part of today's show, my critical analysis, aka my review, of Boiling Hot Coffee for Lesbians. While I may not be a lesbian in the traditional sense, seeing how my sexuality and gender are a mystery even to myself, I do love Veronica, and she's a woman, and I myself am sometimes a woman depending on my mood. All that said, I guess I feel like I get it. Lesbians, that is. And that means I really get what this game is going for. And while this game certainly has its own fair share of hiccups, the hiccups mechanic, for example, which is triggered after drinking too many fruit breezy freezies, I gotta say, this video game is a smooth, milky bomb for any tired, lonely, uncaffeinated soul. Cuz, hey, some of us aren't lucky in finding the love source. Not all of us have a smoking hot gamer girlfriend like Veronica in our lives. Luckily, I do. But some of us out there need our love in a fake digital format with neatly scripted and safe scenarios. Like I said, that couldn't be further from my experience, but keeping in mind all those lonely sad sacks out there, I give Boiling Hot Coffee for Lesbians a score of 3 out of 3 Gamer Milks. And just like at Milk Bar at 7pm, it's closing time, so I'll see you in the outro. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fake Gamer History Project. I definitely apologize for skipping a week, but I really am moving to a new apartment, so I've just been packing and I have a lot of life stuff going on right now. However, I should be back to a normal schedule soon, so I definitely appreciate your patience and support. If you do want to help me afford moving and being a queer human under late-stage capitalism, please consider joining my Patreon. It's currently the best way to support my show and my art, and you can find that and more at linktree backslash fakegamerjamie, or just go to patreon.com backslash fakegamercomics. 
You can also find me on socials at FakeGamerComics or FakeGamerJamie. This episode was written with my friends Grin and Ash. You can find Grin on Instagram at ItMeGrinB, and you can find Ash's work on Twitter at Ashen underscore Thorns. Other than that, I'm just going to leave you with a new song that I recorded this week that I'm really proud of, and I just want to say thanks for listening and sharing the show. Making this show makes me really happy, and I'm glad it makes others happy as well. For real, anytime I get a comment uh, or a message about the podcast, it, it just makes my day. So if you do need anything, or if you have any questions or comments, even concerns, you can email me at fakegamercomics at gmail.com. Otherwise, I'll see you next week, aka on the other side. See ya. Thanks for listening.